Hi, this is Matt and Sean from Two Black Guys with good credit. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, N.A., copyright 2024. The Economist. In London, this is The Economist, and you're listening to Babbage, a weekly conversation about science and technology. I'm Kenneth Kukier, the data editor. This is our first Babbage of 2016, so I'd like to wish all of our listeners a very happy new year. We've got two very diverse topics to kick off the year. First, on black holes in space and hoverboards. Yes, hoverboards, the long-awaited hoverboard as seen in Back to the Future 2, is finally emerging, but it's not quite the hoverboard you're thinking of. First, let's talk about black holes. Jason Palmer, our science correspondent, is on the line from Florida, where he's attending the annual meeting of the American Astronomical Society. Hello, Jason. Hi there. Hey. So the American Astronomical Society has been meeting since 1889, and this year there seems to be a lot of discussions about black holes. What's happening? Well, in truth, there's always a lot of discussion about black holes. It's one of those topics that seems to capture the, the imaginations both of the scientists and the, and the wider public. But the level of discussion seems to be changing a lot, at least as regards the uh, what are called supermassive black holes. So there's lots of relatively little ones around. But what's now known is that at the center of most galaxies, including our own, is a supermassive black hole. That might be as big as millions or even billions as, as, as heavy as the star at the center of our solar system. Remind our listeners what a black hole is and then what specifically a supermassive black hole is. One's just bigger than the other. So this is just a a region of space-time which has got so much gravity that not even light can escape. So notoriously, these things are black because light goes in, never comes out. Matter goes in, never comes out. Everything gets sort of sucked in, never to be seen again. Uh, And these are a a general consequence of the general theory of, of relativity, a subject of great study first come up with at the end of the 18th century not really believed until, uh, let's call it the 1970s. There are even now some people who aren't absolutely convinced. I think broadly everybody knows that they exist, and again, that they are kind of fundamental constituents of the universe, might even be the reason that galaxies form. What we seem to be kind of moving towards now is a, is a discussion about not just detecting and knowing that these things are there, but up to and including actually taking a picture of these things. So how would you take a picture of a black hole? There's kind of two important regimes for the black hole. The inside the event horizon, which is the preserve of particle physicists and and high energy physicists, and we will never really be able to see in there by definition. Just outside that regime, though, is a crazy place, a very high energy part of space because the gravity is so high, drawing everything in. Nothing goes directly in. Everything tends to sort of circle around like around a, a bathtub drain. And things get spun up to incredible velocities. That makes things radiate. So there's all kinds of light of all colors, of radio waves, of X-rays coming out. What people have learned over the last couple of decades, say, is exactly what that emission should look like. It turns out there are jets pointing out of the poles of these things. It's like a spinning sphere, not unlike the the Earth itself. Out of the poles come these jets of X-rays. There's a donut of material around it. It's an incredibly active area, and at the center of it, only at the very center of it, which is a comparatively small area, is the actual sort of the blackness. 
What is the new thinking from the the delegates at the conference? There's presumably new research that's coming down the pike. There is, and there's a lot of stuff from sort of existing facilities. So one of the best ways to see this incredibly vibrant area around a particular galaxy, including our own galaxy, is to use telescopes to look in the X-ray band, because X-rays can get through a lot of the dust and the gas, and of course, fast-moving stuff puts out very high-energy light, which is in fact X-rays. And so there's a plenty of, of discussion from telescopes, such as one called Chandra, a relatively new one called New Star, and so on. Uh, but what I think is really interesting is the stuff that's just about to take off. There's one called Astro H, which is a Japanese mission, which will look in the highest energy X-rays. But a little bit further down the line, in probably about a year's time, we'll, we'll start to see the first data from what's called the Event Horizon Telescope. This is an effort to actually take a picture, as described, of the Event Horizon of Sagittarius A-star, the, the, the supermassive black hole at the center of our own galaxy. So what do the researchers hope to learn from all of this activity? First of all, it will quiet the very few people who are left who don't believe in these things. I show you a radio frequency picture of the thing you're going to have to believe it's real. But also, there is quite a bit of very interesting physics that goes on very close to a black hole, stuff that people who first came up with the idea of these things wouldn't have ever imagined could be done. But in particular, I mean, as a consequence of general relativity, black holes just pop out. But exactly what goes on near them, where the gravity is unspeakably high, there's kind of nowhere in the universe you can imagine where the the conditions are like this. So getting a picture of what matter is doing there, what exactly the emission looks like, and so on. These will be hard tests for, for general relativity, which is believed. Observations we can make in what now seems like a very sort of near future will put general relativity to a test, the, the likes of which we've never seen before. Thank you very much, Jason, for joining us and shedding some light on black holes. Now let's move to Paul in our studio, Paul Markley, the innovation editor. And we're going to talk about the release of the hoverboard. It's actually called the ARCA board by an American firm called ARCA Space Corporation. For those of you familiar with the Back to the Future film trilogy, in that canon, in particular the second installment of the series, you'll be familiar with the concept of hoverboards. Yes, they look like skateboards, and you swoosh around the world with them because they fly. Now, the ARCA board is not one of those pretend hoverboards that are called hoverboards that are banned in the United States because they explode or people fall off of them. No, it's not that one. This hoverboard really actually does hover. Now, Paul, tell me about this. What's happening? What is it? Well, this is a board that does really seem to hover. It looks like it works, um, and the technology that is used to build it is, in fact, um, plausible. Though it is a rather big board. It looks like an oversized iPhone case. So it's um, some 145 centimetres long by 76 centimetres wide. That's 57 by 30 inches. It's built from composite materials, and it contains 36 high-powered electric ducted fans. Now, these are used to fly model jet airplanes very efficiently, so there's quite a lot there, and what with a huge pack of lithium-ion batteries puts out just over 200 kilowatts of power, and according to the company that makes it, which um, has its origins as a Romanian aerospace company, so they are, in fact, rocket scientists, that this can lift somebody weighing 82 kilograms, that's 180 pounds, but only for a little while, only six minutes. So the the claims aren't outrageous and the technology seems possible. Quite a machine. Now, I've seen the video of it and it looks as if the person who is riding it isn't actually riding per se. He's mostly trying to balance on it. It doesn't actually swoop and go places. It just simply hovers. When do you think 
it could improve to such a degree that people could actually do neat stuff with it. Yes, at the moment, he just appears to be able to sort of stay on it rather than go anywhere. But the board itself uh, can be used in a manual mode, which is, I suspect, what's going on there, or in an automated mode where a number of sensors will hold it at a set level above the ground and and handle roll and basically stabilize the device. And it does have a speed limiter on it, and that's limited to um, uh, 20 kilometers per hour, just 12 miles per hour, uh, for safety reasons. Um, And it should whatever happens, stay at about 30 centimetres above the ground. So if you switch that off, then you presumably can drive the thing manually, but they says it takes a while to learn it. But they're only built of a few of these so far, and the production version uh, will be delivered in, in April, they say. So until we see that and probably see more of these um, on the go, we won't quite know what its capabilities are, although they do say that it is capable of stunts. Okay, and so what about the price? Well, that's another thing that makes this seem plausible. Uh, $19,900 to you, sir, uh, plus <laughs> plus an extra $4,500 if you'd like a fast charger that can recharge the uh, lithium batteries in 35 minutes rather than the six hours that it would take if you plugged it into the wall. So again, not outrageous. Um, some would say very limited, very expensive, very clunky and not high performance. But of course, you know, that's how the smartphone began. And now they're almost ubiquitous. So you have lots of ducted fans and you have combustible lithium. What happens if you crash? Um, well, I guess it might hurt, which is probably why they recommend wearing safety gear. Um, I mean, lithium-ion batteries, really the problem is is if those batteries are damaged. It's in a composite structure, so they could be protected. And often the, the, the problems that are caused, such as the, the problems with the ones at Christmas, which we allude to be hoverboards and aren't, it's usually to do with faulty batteries and with faulty recharging techniques and rechargers. So the batteries are sensitive, but if they're looked after properly charged and discharged within the uh, levels they're supposed to be. They can be reliable and quite safe. And being an aerospace company and looking at the prices that they're going with, uh, one suspects that, and indeed this company says, they've, uh, they're trying to use the best materials and the best uh, components for their uh, hoverboard. You know, for me, the problem was this. I wasn't very good on a skateboard when it was terrestrial. I just think I'm asking for trouble if I'm going to go airborne. Ditto. (laughs) Well, listen, Paul, thank you for joining us. That's a pleasure. And thank you, Jason Palmer. I'm afraid that's all we have time for this week. If you, the audience, have anything to say about this week's show, you can find us on Twitter at EconSciTech and on Facebook at The Economist. You've been listening to Babbage. For more news on science and technology, find us online at Economist.com. In London, this is The Economist. Economist. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash banking for business to learn more. What would you like the power to do? 
Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024.